You're listening to The Deranged Nation, a true crime podcast featuring New York Times bestselling paranormal romance author and your host, Teresa Gableman. And we are back with Deranged Nation. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully good. I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm doing as good. As good as you can be in a time doing, like this, you know. That's freaking crazy, that's for sure. Yeah. So, we want to say, I, <laughs> this is our second take. We're a little rusty. We've been, um, I the last comment that I seen that was made on, I believe it was YouTube, um, said, please do some more. She uh, enjoyed, I, and I don't have her name written down. But she enjoyed our podcast and listens to it on her way to work. So we appreciate you. Yes, thank you. Sorry we let you down. Yeah, so we're, we're back. back. We're yes, back. We're, we're working people as well, so we yeah, yeah know we, what you mean. It's been crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's been crazy. We've been pretty lucky still being able to, uh, to work. And I don't know where. I know everybody's scattered all over. But Ohio had been shut down. That's where we're at. They open back up. Now they're, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We don't even care what's going on. I, I think they have canceled Christmas, so, yeah. <sighs> don't even get me started. You can't cancel Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Santa will not be canceled. <laughs> ever. No, it's just a crazy time. Um, you know. I, I it's just it's crazy out there right now. So hopefully everybody's staying safe and all keeping that up. Yeah, keeping up with the keep up. But we do apologize. I know the last one we did, we were like, yeah, we're back at it and blah blah blah. But as you guys know, life happens, things happen, and we got a little bit too busy. But we're back at it. It's my fault. A lot of it's my <laughs> fault. I've I've been working a lot. It's hard to get us all four to together and time to put one of these together yeah. right now so damn you took the blame yeah i'm pretty man, yeah surprised pretty proud of you there buddy somebody had to <laughs> <laughs> okay so this episode that we're doing we're on episode is that 16, 16. um and this is killer cop and it's the uh, Drew Peterson, and he is not related to Scott Peterson, who I know if you guys are big um, true crime buffs, you know who Scott Peters- Peterson is. They're uh, who, not related. Who is he? He's the one that... Um, Sounds familiar, but I have enough. Kind of did the same thing this dude did. So we'll go. We'll... We'll uh, we might do an episode on him because yeah. he's a douchebag. Get out right now, I think. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah. He's on so death is this row, guy. I think. So is this guy. Well, this guy's not on death row, but he's a real treat. Yeah. So his name is something sweet. Something sweet. His name is Drew Peterson. He was born January fifth, nineteen fifty four, and um. So, he graduated in 1972 from Willowbrook, and I'm going to give you a little bit of his background because it can kind of let you know how smart this guy actually is. I don't even like to say that about him, but he is pretty smart. 
and what he pulled off. Would have to be somewhat if he was in law enforcement. Yeah. So he graduated in 1972 from Willowbrook High School in Illinois. Um, he was a cross-country runner. A lot of people said, there, there goes our security system upstairs. Um, a lot of people said that he was a jokester. He dealt with a lot of stress, you know, when he was in stressful situations by being a jokester. Um, he joined the U.S. Army after graduation and briefly attended college um, in 1974 before moving to Falls Church, Virginia to train as a military police officer. Um, he began his 30-year career with the local police force in Bolingbrook, Illinois, which is, that's a suburb of uh, Chicago, in 1977. In 1978 he was assigned to the metropolitan area narcotics squad and in 1979 he received a police officer of the year award from the department so um he was he married his first wife this guy's been married four times he married his first wife i believe right before he graduated from high school yeah um he had kids with her they got divorced then he married a vicky Connolly, and he he wasn't really too good of husband material wasn't a very committed man no. well <laughs> carol got a divorce because of his uh infidelity, infidelity as well yeah he pretty much every i mean he was like a i don't oh, think yeah. he was ever single no. no, he was ever single. He was always bam, like getting married like the next week. Sh- shit, the one lived. Week later, he no. had a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, no, he had a yeah. Well, he had a girlfriend Ten. while he had a wife. Who's one of them guys? And he, for you guys that haven't seen a picture of him yet, um, he he looks like he looks like your typical fucking. <laughs> douchebag like, you'll you just you'll see when you see a picture of him and you guys may even remember all the media i mean shit he was on dr phil oh, he yeah. was on uh he was on all kinds of talk shows and all over the news and being a fucking goofball and a weirdo yeah he he like thrived he mm-hmm. thrived on yeah. all the media to chin he's pretty and calm about everything man from what i saw well, he stayed so calm about it. I'm not going to say how I know, but I'm I um or who actually. But I know someone, I'm very close to someone with narcotics um agency. So and I know that they are very good at I mean they would have to be if you're in narcotics, I mean you're playing a role. At lying, you know, of being deceitful deceit yeah being deceitful so as you as we get more into what he's done you'll see what we you know what we're talking about Mm -hmm. um but i don't know it's like the town the people in the town really pretty much was like no he's a he's a douche he he pretty much did what they said he did anyway so uh him and carol divorced in 1980 um they had uh this and this is important they had two sons uh steven 
um, and Eric. And then he uh, married his second wife, Victoria Conley, in 1982. They actually operated a bar together. And um, I, I did you guys see the interview with her daughter? I actually didn't. Okay, so she had a, da- a daughter from a previous marriage. I don't know if it was a marriage or a relationship. But the that daughter... That wasn't his kid. That wasn't his. Right, that, okay. it, he was her stepfather right and she pretty much said that um he was pretty ran the place like military he was pretty you know he had been violent against the mother very overprotective yeah you know just that kind of mentality um he wouldn't have divorced so many times if there wasn't an issue with him right think about that so she did, uh, Vicky, Victoria, uh, the wife, ex-wife, she did say that there was a history of domestic violence during her 10-year marriage to him. Um, so, and the daughter lived in the house with them until she, she was 17. And uh, so he, they divorced. Um, February 18th, 1992. Two months later, guess what? He's marrying again to a Kathleen Salvo? Salvio. Savio. Savio, that's it. And um, they married May 3rd, 1992. They had two sons, Thomas and Christopher. And there was a lot of um you know the cops were called 18 times for domestic disturbance calls there um and then do you know i wonder how long like in a long in a period of time how many times it was uh well it was reported that between 2002 and 2004 police were called out to the peterson house 18 times on domestic disturbance calls um, including calls for returning children late after visitation and everything like that. So, you know, they're, they had a, a good relationship up until, I think his relationships were really good up until about a year. Mm-hmm. And then they started going Like he was getting shitter. bored or something. So they split... And what killed me now, I didn't read, I, ha- I have like different material, but I seen on one of the documentaries, and there is a ton of stuff on Netflix about this, or not next on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then there is also a show or a movie, movie that I just found out about on Netflix called Untouchable. And Rob Lowe and a couple other big name stars play this. And, uh, yeah. So I'm going to definitely watch. I wish I would have known it before we did this. Yeah. What if Rob Lowe plays him? Probably. I would say. What if he got royalties from it? I bet he did. I mean, wouldn't you think hey, that he, they would have he to? He would have being story. His story. Well, you know what? I looked up because... This is sort of a little Joe exotic a little bit. I mean... Kind of. Kind of without With the, the lions. Type of stuff. I like Joe Exotic a lot better, and though. He made me laugh. Making this guy, I want to fucking... I wouldn't mind giving wife. this dude a good head butt. <laughs> well, I mean... I, 
motherfucker nine. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> you sure remember? I don't remember. Oh, see, we're rusty I said, guys. It's not like oh, I remember. It was like I said. Joe Exotic made merch and stuff to like make money off of. At least this guy's not doing that with his dead wife. But he did want to do a uh, a dating show. A dating show. Yeah, that's right. Shepard from uh, he was before he got canned off Fox. They decided to not do it. They said it would be bad or whatever. Well, I don't know exactly what happened to it, but he was being interviewed. Um, well, let me get to the, and then we'll go into that. So what happened was he had moved in his girlfriend into the house that he had been living with, with Kathleen and 17 year old she was 17 years old he was 49 um moved her in downstairs of his ex's house well their house or whatever in which her belongings were still even in i I mean god rest her soul kathleen but but then again she could have been fearful for her life and didn't you know i mean she 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 had gone around and told people that she felt that, you know, she, her life was in danger and all this stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. You know. <laughs> what were you getting ready to say? No, I was going to say what she said with all of her belongings. That's that's on. That's another one. That's like number six, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is Kathleen and Stacy. Okay. Stacy yeah. lived in Kathleen's basement. Yeah. Or Kathleen still lived there. That's so weird. Dude. I've, There's no way. I, just, well, I think she was sneaking in, but he had that, like, real... Did you see in the one documentary that real weird room he had down there with the chain and the padlock and shit? No, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, in his basement, he had this room with a bed in it and shit, and it oh, was like God. a door with a chain and a padlock on it and stuff, wow. like, in the basement of the house with Kathleen. Yeah, I didn't see that. Well, you could take a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being sarcastic, but you know. So anyway, he ended him and Stacy. I guess you know, shit got real. Him and Stacy ended up moving out. They moved. I believe it was like two or three houses down. Yeah, from Kathleen, yeah. his previous house. Um, I think I was surprised so we could keep an eye on things. Probably. Yeah, well, then his little then the Stacy would like go rollerblading past the house in like skanky outfits and shit, and, like flip her off. <laughs> so, and the thing That's is, crazy, dude. So, you know, he did retire from the police um, force early. He took an early retirement and was given a tax-free. Seventy-nine thousand a year pension. Wow! So that's how? almost six thousand six hundred a month. Um. So he was racking up. So he had money, you know. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. What? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, it's already on record. You might as well just nah. say it again. We'll we'll just yeah we'll forget it. <laughs> so move on. <laughs> In that one. So everybody be rewinding. <laughs> I know. Everybody be like, what? I will be. I'll be like, what, what the hell did you say? So anyway, we're getting off track. <laughs> we always do, though. Um, 
So anyway, he took he had the boys. When they were moved out two to three houses down. Uh, they kind of tormented Kathleen. Uh, they would go walking, jogging, riding bikes by the house. Which is sick to think about. That's she, you know, so- Stacy would be flipping her off. That's and- got to be somebody not in their right mind. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's no way. Let me just. All right. Little recap. So, Drew, Drew Boo. <laughs> So he married Carol right out of high school, divorced her, uh, found Vicky, divorced her, married her, divorced her, had kids. Two months later, he met and uh, married Kathleen. And all of them now, I couldn't find a lot on the first one. So I don't know if there was any abuse or, but I'm sure there probably was, but. Who knows? Um, but on with Kathleen, you know the things that I saw on the on the different things that I watched on YouTube. It wasn't a good marriage toward the end, and as we said, he he met somebody else who was Stacy, uh, moved her into their basement. Finally, they moved out, and when he had the kids one weekend he went to take them back said he knocked on the door she didn't answer so he brought him back so he brought him back um to his house took him back again she still didn't answer he said never called the police or anything not finding that funny that she wasn't there at her home to get the kids ended up asking for the neighbor's help the neighbor called a locksmith they went in and he told her, he said, Hey, listen, uh, you go in first. I'm a, you know, a police officer. I shouldn't go in if there's an issue, which to me was odd. And even I would be like, you should be the I first. I probably shouldn't go in because I know exactly where she's at. She's in the tub. I'm staying <laughs> in. Yeah, I mean. That, there was more than one neighbor, I think. Two of them. It was a couple. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple neighbors because they went different places and yeah. was looking. And I think that he told him where to go. He's like, you go up here and you go over here. Right. So they unfortunately found Kathleen um, in a dry, waterless bathtub. Um, Her and she did have a gash on the back of her head. Her she there was blood. Um, Her death was initially ruled as an accidental drowning. I think she was face down too. Yeah. They said they found her face down. She was. Completely naked. There was no clothes in the bathroom and no towel. So the water was off in a dry bathtub. My clothes. I do too. Taking a shower. I do too every time. And so does Cody. Well, some people put the body in the shower, like to like, or if they stage that, you know, like helps supposedly not leave any evidence behind or whatever. And if you're trying to stage suicide that way. But she, I mean, it, how could, I don't even think it was staged to be a suicide, I think, because, it, I mean. Well, the initial autopsy ruled her drowned. <laughs> in a waterless bathtub. Yeah. Um, drowning, death by drowning. Accidental. Wait, did she just be like, said oh shit, I just drowned, drowning. I better turn the water off. Right. <laughs> I, I. Yeah, I don't, I didn't understand that. Well, I think they said that she took a bath, was taking a bath, and fell asleep, and slipped in with her. There was blood and shit. She had a gash on the back of her head. 
Um, I just that's what I heard in one of the yeah, yeah. things was what they were yeah saying. I mean, happened. I think he might have said it. I think he might have even said it to the media or something like that. Like that's what it was, right? I don't know. He had a lot of interviews and so shit, right? So which is too much, too much. Anyway, so they ended up doing. You know, he. I think she had a million dollar life insurance policy on her too. Yeah, I believe so. Well, and when in their divorce, they were actually divorced, so he got married to Stacy, but they hadn't split up their property yet. Right. Yeah, she was gonna get half of the everything. Day of she was her, gonna she was gonna take some shit. Yeah, she was getting half. The day of her wake, he went into the house and I believe it was the day of her wake. He went into the house and started moving stuff out to his house, three houses, two to three houses up the road. Um, yeah, he's a he's an asshole. But anyway, um, the one thing about Stacy's, she was very young, impressionable, and he, um, she got braces. She got braces. He got her braces, a boob job, Tommy talk. She was pretty. She was pretty, but he kind of he kind of made her into what he wanted. he wanted, more or less. But then again, when people ask, she says, "Well, I wanted it too," and blah blah blah. Well, she started cheating on him. Hmm. She started cheating on him. She did. Stacy. I didn't see that. Yeah, she was cheating on him, and he actually was following him around and like caught her multiple times because remember he was saying she ran off with that guy yeah and they went and interviewed that guy and brought that guy in and shit oh um, yeah that yeah. big hillbilly looking dude yeah and uh shit i can't think of his name but uh um but yeah they he came into that restaurant and like sat down and just like sat down next to that guy and and her and I don't even think he said anything. I think he just sat down and made him feel super awkward and left. He's yeah, he's he definitely knew how to use mind control for sure. Um but they actually had two children. And they, he went once Kathleen uh, was gone. They took on, you know, the other kids. The other kids, the other two kids. So, in total, Stacy, who was very young, was taking care of four kids. Her sister, who I really liked, um, yeah, she was kind of badass. Yeah, she. She was cool. she pretty much called him out at everything. But anyway, well, they uh, showed up and. So she started, Stacy started confessing to her sister that, you know, hey, I'd like to get back to school. Um, you know, I, there's things I want to do that I messed out, you know, messed out on. And she was so young compared to him. Yeah. She was like, when they like, married, she was 19. That's sick to me. Yeah. So, um, in my opinion, I think. I think what it, you know, so all of a sudden Stacy ends up missing. And his excuse was she ran off, like you said, with some dude. Well, none of the car credit cards were used after she gone missing. Her phone. Well, two days before Her that, lawyer. didn't she tell talk to the preacher? 
Yeah, she she talked to her preacher and, you know, well, she said that I'm pretty sure that he killed Kathleen. And he kind of got a lot of flack on that because people were like, well, why didn't you go to the police and say something? Because you're not supposed to when you're in a godly position. Well, and he's like, I've never been faced. I mean, he's a, kind of a young preacher. He's like, I've never been faced with that before. And uh, he said, and, and he asked her what he, you know, what she wanted him to do with that information. And she said, nothing. I just needed somebody to know. Mm-hmm. Um. And she had told her sister and her mom and different people that she feared for her life. So she ended up missing. And, you know, his reaction to all of that was pretty much... Too calm. He, she ran off. I mean, when they did, they actually went in. He let a um, news crew go in and of a house that they lived in and was showing them around. One thing that really pissed me off was he said something to the effect of when the police came in and went through my house, I felt like a rape victim. Yeah. He said, I felt um, violated. And I just wanted to reach through that friggin' TV and just punch him right in the face. Yeah. He was definitely, I'm just like, are you serious? You just said that prick. Um, but he's, you know, he's like, well, you know, I don't know if it, all her clothes are still here. I don't know if it's, I just don't have time to pack everything up or if I just can't face it. I don't know. It was just when I was watching that, I was just like, yeah, there. And the one thing is he's, he started dating other women. He actually got engaged to another girl. Um, you know, and she said he kept talking about Stacy in past tense. You know, like she, she was, was already gone. Already gone. Um. So I don't know. I he claims that he's innocent. Out, you know, of Kathleen. They did. Um, I watched the Doctor Phil thing. Doctor Phil kind of gave him some shit, and then I watched Abrams and versus. Grace, yeah, Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace. That was a good one to watch because they actually had um, the preacher that Stacy had talked to, That's her cool. preacher. They had uh, Drew's lawyer at that time, and that lawyer actually <laughs> said he knows exactly what happened with Stacy, but because of client, the you know, whatever, what is that called? Client attorney privilege. Yeah, client yeah. attorney privileges. Um, he couldn't say, which, I mean, I do understand that because he is still an acting or attorney. That is a thing. He said, unfortunately, one thing that we can't bend is that rule. Um, well, going back before that, um, did the brother helped him carry out... <laughs> You know, a barrel, and then, well, the re- they they dug her Kathleen back up. Well, right. They dug her back up, and because they suspected after she went missing that he might have had something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. And then what I was, me and Cody were talking about earlier was that the same um, homicide. What, what is it? The coroner. The, the coroner 
was the same coroner that said Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Are you no. serious? Yeah, seriously. Michael Baden, Baden or whatever his name is. Yeah, he was like a high-profile coroner. The same one who said she hit her head, right? Yeah, and yeah. And was drowned. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, he's the one that initially came out and said it was a homicide. Right. After, after they dug her back up. Yeah. He was the one that performed the autopsy. So once Stacey went missing, then they started thinking, okay, there could be something here. Right. Actually, and too, the Vicky, his second wife, went to the police and said, uh, told the police during their marriage, Peterson had threatened to kill her and said, I can make this look like an accident. Yeah. So they started putting two and two together, and that's when they dug up. Which is terrible for the family. Of course. You know? Yeah. So they had to dig her back up and, and do all well, that. They filed a civil lawsuit against him, too. And I think they... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the outcome of that was, but... I know they sued him for some money. Well, um, the I think the civil lawsuit was for him not to get any of the... Esta- all of the estates... It wasn't really her family. The way the lawyer described it was, um, it was probably the state. The estate was against him, and that money was to go to those two kids, Kathleen, Mm -hmm. kids, a trust. trust. Yeah. Um, that and that was another thing they had. I think that did happen. I thought I thought it did happen somewhere where. Yeah, it did happen. And he was kind of pissed because he didn't get the money. Yeah. not well, all and of it. it went to a trust for the kids. That's when they were doing that. Kids, so why would you be so? Yeah, but he's got a two million dollar bond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, not anymore. But he he's, did. He's he's fully incarcerated. So now. well, what what the lawyer had said because they had the two boys on with the dad. Yeah. The younger boy wouldn't talk. The older boy, um, we, you know, was defending his father, of course, mm-hmm. and. You know, and they ask him, what do you feel about this lawsuit? You know, he's like, well, I've never met my, you know, my grandfather. And I only met my aunt or, you know, the sister of Kathleen, you know, maybe six times. He said, but, you know, he was like, I don't understand why they're doing it because he's taking care of us. You know, that was kind of a... I think it was in bad taste for them to interview the kids. Yeah. You know, you're sitting there, your mom's just, you know, I don't know. I just, the whole thing kind of bothered me because... Your being accused of killing your mother. Yeah. Like, you don't want to discuss that with somebody. Right. But... Um, your brother's mother. <laughs> huh? Or your brother's mother. Well, right. No, those two were her kids. He has he had multiple kids. Yeah. But he had a set of two boys with his first wife, and then a set of two boys with Stacy too. Oh, him and Kathleen didn't have any kids. I think so. Yeah, they had kids. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. I think he had kids with every fucking well, body. He. Well, that's what I mean. He, they're, I mean, he was accused of killing. His, yeah. Yeah. Get the get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um. 
So back to the blue barrel. Yeah, so the blue, and that was actually brought up <laughs> on the Abrams. Trying to get that blue barrel in there. No, the Abrams and Grace versus Grace, <laughs> they had asked the lawyer about that. And the lawyer's like, I don't know where the blue barrel came in. Um, he said, there was never a blue barrel. It was a blue container. And Nancy Grace is like, they have found bodies in suitcases before. Right. There's a way to dispose of a body in a suitcase. She's She gets on my nerves because she's real the- theatrical, yeah. but she don't mince words. Yeah. Right. She says what she friggin' means, and she don't care who she's talking to. Yeah. But his friend, too, came to the house when he was talking about, before she was gone, his friend was talking about, I guess he told him, how do you keep the body at the bottom of a barrel? Because yeah, it'll it's, once the body swells up, so much gases build up in it, it'll it'll blow. And he said that you use scuba weights. And his buddy looked down on the ground and after she was missing, after she was missing, and there was a bag with his old scuba, scuba weights, weights. And, in it. And oh, Nancy wow. Grace was like, "Why did did you tell anybody?" And he's like, "Well, no." uh hello he just talked to you about this you know wow that's crazy yeah so i don't know everybody said there is something with the blue barrel he says that of course he's going to say they're lying um the lawyer's saying there wasn't a blue barrel there was a blue box and who knows mm-hmm. and then there was something about a neighbor saying or helping him move a blue barrel it was his brother. His his brother. It was his brother in law, wasn't it? I thought it was a brother in law. Mm-hmm. I think it was his. Maybe it was his brother in law. I'm not for sure. It was either his brother or brother in law. But they asked. Um, they asked Peterson if he was a. They asked Peterson if he was. Uh, moving a barrel with anybody or whatever, and he denied all of it too. He was like, "I that never happened." He said none of that ever happened. Yeah. So he was like taking him to a job interview and he was yeah. high and drunk. and. So it didn't work out the way the dude thought it was going to be. And they ended up not even going to the interview because he was so high and so drunk. Right. Yeah. It's funny how you can watch so many different things and there are different stories. There, yeah. And, you know, and that's. There's a lot on this. and there's, A lot. Like you have to watch all of it to like almost get the full story mm-hmm. yeah. some of them don't even tell the full story that's like when we do these i don't just watch one thing i try to like find all the news clippings because there was a not there's a lot of news. oh he was all over the place oh, yeah. there's a lot a of news on like youtube like even through the trial but i couldn't find the trial so i guess they didn't film the trial i don't think they did because i love usually too. i like to watch the trial i like to watch the yeah, interrogations sure. yep Interrogations yeah. say a lot, you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes I sit here and just watch interrogations. And be <laughs> like, like, oh, oh that motherfucker, they're going to get him any minute now, yeah. you know. <laughs> After about an hour, when they get tired of interrogating, then they start cracking down. Their <coughs> attitudes change, you know. They start putting the pressure on. Getting hungry. Dude says yeah. something wrong, and then they play on it. Yeah. <laughs> But there wasn't nothing on this. I couldn't find any, like, interrogation videos or anything like that. He could have probably had that stuff hidden because he was a police officer, wouldn't you think? I think. Because if he's locked up, you have to think about that. I honestly think he was so 
I think he was so confident that they wasn't going to catch him or didn't have evidence on him. Yeah. That he was just like, oh, fuck it. They can't get me. They ain't got no evidence. Yeah. You know, hearsay and circumstantial evidence ain't going to convict me. Yeah. You know? So it did. <laughs> in in 2008, he ended up getting engaged to Christina Reigns. He was still now, he was still married to Stacy. To Stacy, who is missing. You know, so she, if it would have been legal, she probably would have been his fifth wife. Um, well, remember, hold on. Stacy's seen him come home the night Kathleen went missing or died or whatever like he came home in all black and oh, yeah. was washing women's clothes that weren't hers that mm-hmm. were stained that were stained yeah and i believe they had blood on and she said they never talked to that night again and he said if the cops ask i was with you all night yeah and that's what makes her think that you know he killed kathleen which probably led her to what she told the priest yeah yeah and plus, she was probably getting a little nervous at that point. Like. Right. Well, there was a yeah. moment that she told somebody that he, like, held her down in his SWAT gear on the stairs with a knife to her throat for over an hour. Mm-hmm. And, like, threatened her and stuff. She told somebody in her family that. I just, I think. she feared for her life over it. He yeah. he was just Kathleen. such a control freak. He, he had the control. He was yeah. definitely the, you look at narcissists in the dictionary and his picture along with some other people we know it's yeah. pictures in the, <laughs> in the old dictionary um yeah <laughs> but he he just he knew how to play the system for a while anyway and i i do i agree with you on that what are you laughing at nothing cody's ever about to go to sleep wake <laughs> up get up but um, I'm not. <laughs> Anybody else have anything to add to that part? No, not not mm. that part. No. And it is. I mean, you're right. It is hard when you watch so much stuff and you get so much information thrown at you. You can sit here like I've got and have papers of everything in a row, and then you're like, oh yeah, but I remember on that. Yeah. You know, so that's why the pieces together, you know, and and we like to tell you guys go on and investigate it yourself and go. There is a ton of stuff on YouTube. And then, like I said, on Netflix, which I wish I would have known. But in a way, I'm kind of excited now that I know more about the case. I can go watch this thing on Netflix called Untouchable Uh and see how. Yeah. How. How Hollywood does it. How Hollywood does it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How Hollywood writes the story. I know, story. I'm curious. I, w- I hope Rob Lowe is not him, because I like Rob Lowe. It, I think he probably is, because he's... I mean, I don't see Rob Lowe pl- playing a right. co-character. You know, character. He could be the cop, or the prosecutor. Yeah, could be. They actually show him going to jail. So, and so it, you know, his... Obviously, Drew's heart's broken, um, so he had to find another love of his life. After Stacy left, so in yeah, a barrel, yeah. <laughs> so, God rest her soul. Her box. So uh, now they did interview the first time that the second wife, Vicky, was a yeah Vicky. Mm-hmm. I get confused with all these wives. 
um, when she was interviewed, she didn't speak for like 10 years. Yeah, she didn't say nothing. She didn't say anything. And then um, she, except for what she told the police, and then she did an interview, and they had actually asked her, you know, you know, with these two, what? How did you not end up in the same position as Kathleen and now Stacy? And she said, because I never went after her as money. Mm-hmm. And that was a big aha moment. It's like, oh, okay. I mean, that's probably so. That's what it's another. That's another point of what it was about. Because if you start putting pieces together and realize that he ran, you know, right after she's dead yeah. at Kathleen and then he's running and getting stuff and moving it to his house. I mean... Well, supposedly he got in trouble in the narcotics shit for uh, tipping off a, a bike gang about a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. About a raid or That's something like thing. that. That's another yeah. thing. That's another thing. Just yeah. slipping there he real quick. I'm sure he was dirty all around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he probably got paid. He probably got a nice little kickback for that one. <coughs> I'm sure. Yeah, he got Untaxed. Yeah. That's not Corona. I'm good. Corona, Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can say that word on YouTube. <clears throat> yeah. Rona. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's called the beer bug. So anyway, I keep saying this. <laughs> Let me get through this Christina chick because her dad's hilarious. So he gets engaged with this Kareen or Karina. He couldn't even get her name right in the interview. I know. He called her Christine and then yeah. was like, oh, uh, Christina. Christina. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I still love Christine so much. I mean, or I mean Christina. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, Christina. Yeah. That We're one. still friends. That one. <laughs> but she was, she was 23. And actually, I really want to smack the crap out of these younger girls. I'm like, come on. It's so weird. Yeah, and they were pretty. You can do better. Other than this... Turn. It had to be all money oriented, and Sh- that's why he daddy. killed him. <laughs> right, I know, sugar daddy. But she was kind of odd on some of the interviews. He's probably, he's probably just, these bitches want all my money. She, <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of odd on the interviews though because get another. I didn't, it might have been fear. <laughs> it, <laughs> God rest their souls. Yeah, like five Sorry. No, it, I think Christina, you know, when I watched her on the interviews, there was some questions that she wouldn't answer, you know, and she seemed very uncomfortable. Um, she made it look like she knew something, though. It's a, and every little, when they would be like, did he ever talk about Stacy? And she'd be like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. But the way she made her eyes, like, I know something. Like, yeah. that's how she acted with that. Yeah. For and sure. then she, he's... He, they asked, you know, well, you were you engaged, and she said no. And he, he's, she said he told people that he was engaged, but never said it was me. And he told her that specifically too. And and she said all of this was a, uh, oh, what was the word? PR she used? stunt. Yeah, he for media. Mm-hmm. But um, her dad. I guess she went back to her ex and her ex to get, you know, some stuff mm-hmm. to move in with Drew. And her ex, you know, told sat her down and said, hey, listen, this is a bad deal. You know, this guy is... Right. Uh, one wife, ex-wife dead, one missing. Yeah. And here you go running, you know, and Within I guess... six months of his wife missing. And supposedly her dad knew Drew. 
and had kind of a, a somewhat relationship. Mm-hmm. She was friends with Stacy. Or she knew Stacy. She did know Stacy. Mm-hmm. I but, know I know that they helped yeah, each other in some did, way. Her yeah, dad and her Drew dad did. Yeah. Did something. But uh so he wouldn't Drew when she made the decision of not going and living with him and all that stuff, her dad went he wouldn't give her stuff back, so her dad went. And it, that's one that's kind of funny that you guys the should watch. Yeah. Yeah. I saw all that one too. Came banging on the door. But uh but you know, it's uh in two thousand nine, uh May seventh, two thousand nine, he was indicted uh by the Will County grand jury and arrested for the murder of Kathleen. Bail was set at twenty million dollars. So after all this shit show for years, um, on May seventh, two thousand nine, Peterson, what? Yeah, I said that right. Peterson was indicted uh, by a Will County grand jury and arrested for the murder of Kathleen. Bail was set at twenty million. And in October 2009, Peterson sued J.P. Morgan Chase for revoking a home. Um, equity credit line that he wanted to use to pay legal expenses, claiming his income of nearly a hundred nine thousand per year. Um, so in July of two thousand ten, Judge White ruled that Peterson would remain in the Will County Jail for the remainder of his trial and appeals process. So because I mean he was a a flight risk, right? Of course, you know, especially with all the media. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch, did anybody watch a whole heck of a lot, um, anything about, I know they didn't have the trial online, but, um, he did get, he, he did get found guilty. Yeah, he got 38 years. 38 years, but. The prosecuting attorney's name was James Glasgow. And, Yeah. And good old Drew got busted for plot for hire Mm -hmm. to kill the prosecutor and got an additional 40 years for it. it. I don't think he has parole for either, either. No. No. He's done appeals. He's done like five appeals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's on his fifth appeal. It just went through June 4th. I don't think anything's going to happen with it. Yeah. Unless they change that law. So, this is kind of, I don't know if you guys, I didn't know this until I was doing some articles online. I didn't see this on any of the shows. But, um, Drew's son, Stefan, did you know that he was a police officer? Mm-mm. No. He, um, after Drew was arrested, Stephen um, was fired from his job as an Oak Brook cop because he allegedly withheld information regarding his father's relationship with Stacy after she disappeared. Um, he had stored his father's guns and checks totaling more than $200,000 after his father bought them, brought them to him the day after Stacy went missing. Um, yeah, I found that doing some, digging on the internet um he told Steph Stephen is it Stefan or Steven when it's I know that's a dumb question 
But S T E P H. Is that Stefan? Stefan, yeah. I think it can be either, either way. one. Yeah, either way. Stephen. I just I hate pronouncing <laughs> shit wrong. You have to ask him. Um, I can spell, but right. You know, there's so many ways to pronounce the English ways. language, though. Yeah. Um. So he told told Stefan that there would be um, a search because the police would go looking for her and he was worried they might end up damaged. Whatever. And also, Stephen, his marriage ended because of all this. Um, he also took... Stephen... Uh, Steph, see, I'm going back and forth now. Yeah. Stephen continued to take care of his father's other four kids and uh, before Kathleen's uh, children became young adults and moved out. But as of 2017, he was still looking after Drew and Stacy Peter since two kids who were in middle school at the time. I mean, how terrible. But now, I mean, he, Stefan had always said that. I'm like, you better start sending me a lot of fucking money, Dad. Well, he, <laughs> he kept, you know, saying how his father was innocent, of course, and blah, blah, blah. But, um,. You know, although he recognized faults in his father, um, he has now come to terms with the fact that his father may truly be a murderer. Um, And he actually admitted that on a Lifetime interview. He initially, you know, believed that Kathleen had drowned and that, you know, Stacy left him. But I think now that he's pretty much yeah dad it's a friggin could have been a serial killer and he was a cop too mm-hmm yeah and he got fired he tried to sue the department the fire team wow um but that fell through of course it did yeah and then um in the midst of uh the prosecutor james glasgow prosecuting him Peterson said he was just trying to help a fellow inmate, and I got his name. It's Antonio Smith, the guy he asked to do the uh, the kill to hire. That's yeah. his name. Yeah. And he was saying he was just trying to get time off of Antonio's sentence by giving him a story to tell to authorities. And he had no real intent to kill Glasgow. That's what they all say after they get That's called. That's a tongue twister. Glasgow. They actually he, had audio of it. He I knew the consequences. Heard the audio. He's a cop. Yeah, of course yeah. he knew the consequences. Yeah. I don't know. It's... But all of his appeals, he's still in, in prison. Um, he did get moved out of the prison that he was in to an undisclosed location. Um, Probably from all the hate mail and stuff. Well, I know that... He, uh... See, what... He was getting in altercations, I think, with people in the jail, other people in the jail. Well, he got hit with a tray. Yeah, somebody hit him with a lunch tray. And then somebody else <laughs> hit like him. fucking guy's a douche, man. As soon as he walks over there, smack him with that tray. It's a fucking dick. But there for a <laughs> while, he was. He was. I mean, I bet he, he didn't was, have too many friends right. in there. No. He's a cop. They're probably like, He's an asshole. First I off, you're a fucking him. cop. You're lucky we let you he live. Was nar- he was a narcotics cop. Too. Well, they kept yeah. him away from the general population because he said he only got two visitors, but that was only through video. 
Um, he did get to talk to his kids. I think he said every day. It was day. probably the guards that fucking hit him with the lunch tray. <laughs> well, that's all he's seen <laughs> was food, the, bitch. <laughs> yeah. He didn't. Yeah, you're when you're a police officer, you're kept in an isolation unit. You don't get the chance not to always, be in general population. Not always. Unless you've been in there after the period of your trial, that's how it goes most of the time. I guess it depends yeah, on the state that you're in. they can't protect them all for life. Well, I would I mean, love you know, to know I mean, why they moved him to an undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. That, and I have, I wasn't able to find out the reasoning behind I that. I know a lawyer can file an appeal to get you moved if there's like fear for the inmate's life or you know yeah, something along like the lines Gizlane. of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or for getting hit in the head with the tray. GM. <laughs> yeah, G- GM. But uh, going back to the trial, we were talking earlier, like. They convicted him on hearsay and circumstantial evidence. But they passed they the law. Never, I know, I know, yeah. I know. I'm not saying, I'm not making. I mean, a claim I think it's bullshit too. It's but. just the fact that they never had any real evidence, like to convict him. Just on, on hearsay, like just you said. on hearsay. Well, they call that law that they passed the Drew Law. Yeah, I know. Because of him to do that. And I mean, obviously he was guilty and stuff, but you know, yeah, he's fucking to not guilty. have any you know evidence i don't understand that did they not do a good investigation didn't they right you know didn't they go in and and spread that stuff on the tub and see that there was blood in there but you gotta oh, remember nice. the, oh you know it's I mean? true it's fucking peterson and, yeah. and then once one thing That's, we were watching earlier didn't they say he said something like oh they, sp- they cut his carpet up or something when they searched his house yeah, it he was said he bed. spilled some Kool Aid or something over there, some red punch yeah. or something. Yeah, so it's like, if if these murders happened in that house, you know, yeah, this wasn't that that long ago. It they wasn't. did have DNA yeah. and. But let, let me say this: Who do you think could get away with a crime? More than anyone. More a than anyone. A police officer. I know, I know, but there's you, you see these things all the time, and there's always some evidence. And honestly, if he you wouldn't have I mean? got there's cocky, if he wouldn't have got cocky and gotten rid of Stacy, yep, he would have got away with killing his third wife. It. Guarantee it. Well, Guarantee it. That's right, what yeah. sparked the investigation. No, I mean, like I said, I'm not defending the guy. No, I'm I know you're saying, not. I'm just saying you that. Know, you're being logical. It's, yeah, I'm being logical. That's, like, that's it. You know. But there's botched shit all the time. Yep. But yeah. it was his jury trial, too. He was up against a jury and trial. And I didn't know that a coroner, I don't know if it's in every state and every di- whatever. I don't, I didn't look into it. They're official. elected. Yeah. They yeah. don't even have to have. Wow. We've voted for coroners before. I but in my mind, I'm thinking. He's an elected official. I, I didn't know. Right. That. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of. We've voted for coroners before. Have I? <laughs> yeah, but usually, like, there's only one on there. <laughs> You're like, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's good. Well, I guess he's the coroner. <laughs> Him again? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't one be examining him? He's been in there for fifty years. Somebody's gonna have to take his place. <laughs> Jesus. But I don't know. I know this this episode was a little jumbly. Um, yeah, we're a little out of practice, but it's kind of a jumbly situation. Yeah, situation, sure. and there is a lot of information on this, and you just well, he's I mean, this is just our opinions. Test. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot on this. There's a bunch well, on this. It was this. 80% true, 30% negative. And whatever. I think they actually found a body on the riverbank or some bones. With a blue barrel. With Well, it wasn't with the blue barrel. The blue barrel was, I guess, down the river some or uh. something. You know, but it, it, I think they determined that it wasn't her. Yeah, they yeah. said it wasn't. It wasn't her. So well, um, it's, they still haven't found her. I mean, her. she's still missing, yeah, to this day. But the thing that bothers me, and I, I, I keep going back, and it's important because it's a good one to watch, the Abrams versus Grace. Um, that lawyer, he ended up quitting, um, you know, being – Drew's lawyer. Uh-huh. Sorry, I had a hard time spitting that out for some reason. <laughs> didn't he say he got scared of him or something? No, he didn't get scared. He said I didn't. I couldn't trust him. Yeah. He, he said I'm a lawyer. Him. He said and if you can't trust your client or your your client can't trust you. Yeah. He didn't like him, but he also, and I don't know. There was a couple of things, and I'm just like this. You know, they are showing the whole panel, and even um, Abrams and and great Nancy Grace. But I'm watching Lawyer, and as they're talking about Stacy, you could just see him just kind of staring. Mm-hmm. He wasn't oh, even yeah. looking. And you, a good a, a human being, I mean, you're the defense lawyer, and that's your client. But when you know something, he knows that she's dead. He, he said, I know what happened. Yeah. I just can't say what it is. I mean, that has to eat at your soul. And yeah. you could just tell by watching that and seeing. I mean, that's the feeling I got. I thought, dude, this is eating you alive. Yeah, being a lawyer can't be easy. Not a, not a lawyer on that side. Now, anyways. Nancy Grace did say something, and I thought, why hasn't anybody done this? The only way that he could say something, I believe, if I, and if I could be wrong if I am, comment, is to go up in front of a judge to be then asked that to. question. You would have to be like subpoenaed probably yeah. to fucking do it. Put under oath. To find this poor girl for her family. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I would probably have to quit being a fucking I mean, lawyer kind of because like, yeah. sorry. They're but, kind of probably they, like they we already s- got them. They swear kind of an oath to their client. Well, he said that is the one thing that, that you too. can't. Bend. I mean, when you have an attorney, you don't want them. No, I don't want them know. saying shit to but anybody. I'm also not killing so, anybody. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So. I don't. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I get but, it. They, but I think that's they even major. asked him like, if this dude dies tomorrow, would you? Come an out audience and, member said that. Yeah. Yeah. An audience maybe member. Maybe he will. Maybe we'll talk about it in the future. He maybe. just said that he was when older. He said and he's only getting older, and when, it's hard conditions in there. He said when Drew dies, that's when people will know what happened to her. And I, I can only understand. Did he say that? Fucked up. Yes, he did. Did he say? That? Yes, he did. He said that more than once. That's so. And that's up. why they ask. Or yeah. in that it was um, a guy in the audience said if he was to die tomorrow. Are you going to come out and tell us what happened? And he said, I'm just saying that you, everybody will know what happened when he's gone. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> so could you imagine how the family... I'm to hearing that. I'm sure the family is definitely eager for it. The dot, And this is kind of like... what I don't know exactly when this happened. It was before he went to jail, of course. But he was on a radio 
thing and the sister called in and oh my god it, she was just saying you're a murderer you killed my sister tell us where my sister is and he was telling the radio host you know hey i don't like being ambushed and he's like hey we didn't ask her to call in she yeah. just called in this isn't an ambush yeah you know um it could have been anybody <laughs> but and then he and this is why he's a narcissist because it was it wasn't he, his fault yeah and then when she called in he was he was saying things like um because the the host said have you even seen the kids and she's like no he won't let us see the kids and he's like well that's because you're a bad driver and i'm like what the fuck does that have anything to do with you know yeah then let her just stand there don't because it's it's everybody else's fault why you can't do on see the kids or whatever yeah i mean it's just it's because she knows yeah she said the exact time she said you killed my sister between the hours of 10 51 to 11 that's when you killed my sister because i guess they were on the phone or something and that was the last time i guess that anybody she's had probably supposed to call her back yeah so I don't know. Well, the fucking three of them all said, "Hey, if anything happens to me, it was probably this motherfucker." Yeah. yeah so it's like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wish that lawyer. I don't know. I don't know exactly the the rules and laws and ethics on that stuff. But, dude, you know, and I've even said it to you. That's one thing that I would have liked to have been. You know, but instead I did hair, drove school bus, did screen printing and karate schools. <laughs> so I'd never had time to be a lawyer. But, <laughs> man, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. If and I like knew. That. He yeah. probably told him on purpose, too. Yeah. Drew did. I mean, he's yeah. a dick like that. Trap so. him. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I would say there's other murderers out there that oh, know sure. that that rule or whatever the hell it is I wonder what the consequence to that rule is probably lose be disbarred they'd That's probably be disbarred they'd probably lose their their law but mm. i mean no you, this guy has no respect does not any the one thing that i was and he he did apologize that lawyer what does anybody know his name Joel I don't even have his Brodsky. It, yeah, Brodsky. Okay. That's it. So he did get called out because after they did the jury selection, they were asked questions um, about Stacy's disappearance. And all th- I guess they were co-lawyers or something Yeah, it was his, with him. It was his legal team. Yeah. And they were like, well... And they're like, well, she ran off with somebody. And they're like, yeah, but she hasn't used her phone or talked to anybody from her family for years. I th- Had it been years? I think it had been years. Um, I think it had been like a year after. Yeah. But anyway. And uh, they started, you know, well, I haven't talked to my wife in two weeks. And, you know, just laughing and kind of making fun. And it pissed me off. <laughs> and on Nancy, and he actually apologized for that. He said that was in bad taste. He said, 
after a long day of jury selection, we had been asked that question a million times and we were just kind of fed up. He said, but that's not any excuse. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's pretty sad. There's a lot of kids, you know, that don't have any parents now, don't have any parents now. And just because of one dude's, you know, narcissism and, mental issues man i'll tell you what narcissists are crawling around here (laughs) but i mean there it's i've dealt with one and i'll tell you i'm i'm not going to say who it is but yeah it's it's kind of scary the way they can make you think that you're the problem Sometimes and that's what they it. did. You know, that's what sh- he did. But anyway. Yeah. <coughs> what? <coughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry about that. My bro. My, my bro. <laughs> my bro. I haven't, I haven't been able to take a drink because I got my mic all locked in here. I can't move it. <laughs> Wait, my we voice need... is a little hoarse. <laughs> oh, well, why, thank you. Oh. My beard's rubbing the my beard's rubbing the mic. Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so anyway, that was this is our uh, we kind of our comeback. Our comeback. We kind of did a complicated one for our comeback, didn't we? Not yeah. too snabby. Yeah, but it was a good one. Thank you, yep. Cody. Yep. Yep. It was a good one. And uh, like, comment, subscribe. Click that notification bell. Yep. Leave, leave nice comments. Listen to guys. us on your way to work. Yeah, listen to us on your way to work. Find us on Facebook and Spotify and iTunes and Buzzsprout and Anchor. And be nice. Make good choices. Make good and choices. Don't be our next episode. Try right. Deranged Nation. You've been listening to the Deranged Nation podcast. Join us every Wednesday night for a new episode as we bring you true crime, unsolved mysteries, and other deranged stories. This episode was sponsored by Braps MX and ATV Pro Shop. Visit them at brapsmx.pro. Also, visit our host, TeresaGableman.com, New York Times bestselling paranormal romance author of the Protector series, available on Amazon.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.